Bonjour, bonsoir, dear friends, and welcome to JCB Live. I'm with a gorgeous woman, so I'm the most lucky one of the two. She has those deep, green, fabulous eyes. She is a very talented winemaker. It's very interesting that Jamie Graff, who we're with today, is going reverse in Napa Valley in many ways. She started as a winemaker and decided 16 years ago to create one of the most amazing center for arts, all forms of arts. And as you all know, I'm very passionate about arts. It could be jewelry, it could be painting, it could be ceramic, it could be sculpture, it all. But she did it for kids, which is really fantastic. So Jamie Graff created Nimbus, and we are here in the heart of Napa Valley because we are in front of a studio and she's doing some very special thing here at Farmstead. So I'm delighted, dear friends. She has a very unusual path, an incredible one. And here we are. Look at that. And you know what? Let's go further. Let's go further. <laughs> because we just celebrated, oh, didn't we? Okay. Halloween. One last class for you. Okay. <laughs> Well, Jamie, you know, it's an honor to be with you because my daughters, the twins, are very Thank inspired you. by you and uh, you're an amazing lady. So how did it come about? You, you studied third generation Californian. Yes. Yep. And uh, grew up in the Bay Area. Yes. And actually had dear friends that I grew up with that had a winery in, in Los Altos Hills, Page Mill Winery, mm -hmm. which still exists yep. to this day. Um, and they were like second parents to me. And when I had, was making a transition in college, went home to them to talk about it. And they said, well, you've always loved working harvest with us. You love agriculture. Why don't you try Davis? And so I ended up graduating from Davis with a degree in winemaking and marketing. Wow, good for you. Yeah, and um, used that degree to travel the world, work overseas, and eventually ended up back here. And the last uh, winery I worked for was the Fetzer Family Winery. Of course. When the Fetzers owned it, and it was quite a magical place then. I mean, so I take it you're really into organic farming as well. That too. Well, they were, they were spearheading so many things yes. back in the early 80s. They were really from the earth to the table. Mm -hmm. That was their message. And they had a 15-acre organic garden and a John culinary. Ash. John Ash was exactly. there when I was there. So I got very interested in their education programs. Mm. And eventually... They ended up hiring me to create a garden science and culinary arts program for schools. Wow. So that's sort of what led me off the winemaking path. Um, I had some small children that changed my life again. Ended up back here working. I created a children's retail store. Really? And when I had that, wow. Tapioca Tiger. Oh, good I, name. Tapioca. Ooh. <laughs> I'll drink to I'm that. Gonna, yep, can we? Because I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I know you haven't drank yet. <laughs> but this is so great. So yeah. I, before we go back to tapioca and uh, Nimbus and all that, you were uh, following uh, organic winemaking philosophies as well at Fetzer with Paul yep. Dolan and yep. the whole yep. team. That's right. So yeah, that has it been... A, it was a big team. It was a great team. So you Paul got connected to, uh, yeah, yeah. to Mother Nature is yeah. your thing. Being respectful I, to I, it. You know, and I had actually, when I was in college, I actually read an article about the Fetzer family and what they were doing, which mm -hmm. was totally groundbreaking. And I remember mailing that article to my stepfather and saying, I want to be there one day. Wow. Wanna, and it, it 
wasn't purposeful that I ended up there, but it was, it was a, a dream job. It was fabulous working for them. But you know what is amazing, dear friends, is most of us start reversely, as I was saying in the introduction, you start maybe with education and then you end up making wine and you never <laughs> leave wine. I know yeah. you don't leave wine from your hand because you love to drink wine, but you had that store, you love kids, so what led it to creating your next well, steps you, of and life? This is, this is where partnership comes in and none of what Nimbus Arts is uh, could exist without the many people that have helped to create it. So one of the tiny things I did at my shop was I hosted workshops. We did art activities for families. We had homeopathism. We had nature classes. And I did that within my store. Wow. And when I closed my store, I was approached by Dana Johnson, who is our founder, mm. and, my, and Mark Nelson, and my co-founder. Um, she's really the one that came to me and said, I'm really interested in creating a community art center for all ages, not just children. And she was the one that really charged me with looking at what is it going to take to put this together. And I was very fortunate. It was one of those divine moments, really, where all the stars of everything I've done kind of made sense, it brought me to this place. And I, I, I to this day, I have to pinch myself. If you had asked me 20 years ago, would I be doing this? I would have thought, what? <laughs> That's right. So it, it's just one of so those. So maybe explain to all our friends, what is Nimbus Arts okay. and what does it mean, Nimbus? Okay. Maybe, let because me, many of start, us are foreigners too. Let me start with the Nimbus name story because yes. we're sitting here right now at the beautiful Farmstead mm -hmm. uh, um, restaurant and gardens and this used to be a nursery way back 16 years ago it was whiting's nursery uh -huh. and when i began when we began nimbus arts and started collecting artists that might be interested in working with us we launched two children's camps and they were there was a sculptor living here randy husson who was a sculptor instructor from berkeley okay and i wanted to run sculpture camps for children and wow. so I whispered in his ear at the library one day, I said, I want to do a cloud sculpture camp. And he looked at me and said, I'm in. And from that moment, we designed this mixed media sculpture camp. So cool. It was, it was all medium. And they had tabletop sculptures. We had meteorologists come in and speak. We really wanted to do a multidisciplinary approach to our art center and to this camp. So it was science and art. And we had the kids design tabletop sculptures. They did pastels, they did paintings. They laid on their backs and watched the clouds go by. And they were charged to make a sculpture the size of their body. That was the end goal of the camp. So in this garden that we're sitting in, we hung 40 life-size wow. you know, sculptures of clouds 15 feet off the air and planted them throughout the property I and had an it. art exhibit. I wish I was there. <laughs> it was wonderful and it really dan and i said this is it this is the combination sure. we wanted to speak to the region we want to speak to the environment science mixed media so that was really and we were trying to come up with a name we were so in love with that camp and what it meant we chose the word nimbus which is a cloud formation but it's also a halo around a deity or saint i mean Ooh. it's got these really beautiful meanings so this place is where we founded kind of our first activities from Nimbus. And so we're a nonprofit art center. Yes. We employ all practicing artists. 
Um, one of our big missions is to support the arts and artists to be able to be here and live here and thrive. Um, and we do all medium for all ages, so it's not That's just right. children. It's you see, I was too. under the impression that it was focused on children, but yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. So you're really encompassing all ages. Yeah, well, we've grown into that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, you know, a test pilot to really figure out what the community wanted. Yes. Um, and then we, you know, a really big part of who we are is collaboration. So working with other nonprofit organizations, working with schools, we're working with the court schools and working with juvenile hall. We're working with public health agencies. So we, we're really, uh, when we're our, at our best when we are working with other partners. And there are a lot of other nonprofits in the Valley that we've done big projects with, so. Very exciting. So how many um, teachers or artist teachers would you have? Yeah, well, at any, any given moment, it varies. But artists come and go in terms of the season. They may come and teach a class this year and then maybe next year again. So there's about, there's about 36 artists to 40 artists that we've worked with over time. I, there's, a, there's a dirty dozen, I call them. There's about a dirty dozen that work consistently to keep the doors open and keep classes moving. Hmm. But, um, you know, we're always looking for new artists. We're always wishing to invite artists from out of the area to come and teach with us. And we do have guest artists and guest lectures, so. Um, and yeah. which one do you teach? <laughs> I taught when we didn't have many people. I can, I, I'm comfortable with the tools of the trade. I'm sure you are. But I'm, I'm not a practicing artist. Um, I, I love developing the programs sure. and working with teams of people. And I was explaining earlier that a big part of how we develop our programming is kind of in a think tank style. So we'll call meetings, we'll have lunches or dinners, and we'll get groups of the artists together to think about what do we want to have happen in this camp? You know, mm. what new things can we do out sure. in the community? We're doing lots of work with wineries and restaurants and, I'm sorry, hotels. So we're, you know, constantly developing projects that we can take on the road. And, I love that. Yeah. So what's an example, as we're drinking more wines, yeah, dear friends, you know, we, we're talking to a top-notch winemaker here, so... I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I, I know would. lots of top-notch winemakers, let's say that. Yeah. Well, t what do you think of the wine? I love, I love this. Tell me about this. Can you tell me how it's... Well, this is Where? a Chardonnay Pinot Noir Burgundy. So Chablis, Northern Burgundy, Southern Burgundy. So mm -hmm. the Ruy, Chablis, and Northern Burgundy Chardonnay. Blended with Côte de Nuit, Côte de Bonne Pinot. So it's... Um, 18 months, obviously, uh, in the bottle, and then very softly, lightly dosed, mm -hmm. eight grams of a dosage, in order to be so delicate and balanced. I, I really and, love this. Thank you. I really do. Well, I'm lucky. But I'm a little sucker for the bubbles. Go gorgeous lady in front of me, beautiful eyes. It's a beautiful day in Napa Valley. Can you imagine the temperature? Ooh la la. <laughs> so, Give us some example maybe of collaboration that you're doing that would inspire many of us and would have us want to do some with you. Okay. Well, right now it's the season for Dia de los Muertos. And over 12 years ago, we partnered with the Up Valley Family Center, which provides services to the entire community and the Latino community. Great. And so we have collaborated with them to build a true Dia de los Muertos event yeah. that's full of cultural arts and crafts. We've got altar exhibits that the community puts on that wow. individuals put together. 
There's ballet folklorico and traditional music and food and activities. We generally, we have always put on dozens of crafts, uh, traditional dia crafts for the community free of charge. Yeah. And we've had up to 500 people attending this event. This is major. Yeah, it's wonderful. And of course, the last two years, the fires canceled one mm -hmm. and COVID another. So we've got this Sunday, we're launching finally uh, a slightly abbreviated version of the event. That's great. But we're really excited to get back together with them. And they've we've had a long partnership with them. We do other work with them, but this is kind of the, the cream of the crop of, of our effort with them. And um, give us some example as well of how you collaborate with hotels you mentioned and wineries. Well, we've been approached by numerous wineries and we've been doing activities with them for their harvest parties or for you know, just creating special events, paint classes. Um, we've done a lot of team building things for their staff at our facility. Um, so there's a big demand for that actually. And we curate, you know, special art activities. So for example, Trace Sabors has a pomegranate mm -hmm. celebration every fall. And so we bring in activities around the pomegranate. We sure. have a painting station for adults and something else for children. Um, and then we're working with a couple hotels right now on creating guest experience. Great. So we You're giving bring me a lot friends. of ideas, dear friends. You yeah. may see collaboration. <laughs> but this yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. So, and we've had big corporations. Google came up and mm -hmm. did, they brought 125 people. Yeah. And we set up a whole entire day of art activities for them. And then this was a while ago, though. And, and then they asked us that. to come to Google. So we went to Google and did the same thing. So, so. we could literally set up with you a whole day of activities whole day. Yeah. for our collectors, our members. Yeah. Uh, that would be a lot of fun, wouldn't it, dear friends? <laughs> I think we're going to be up to doing something creative. Yeah. So I would love for you to touch on the fact that we all artists within mm -hmm. and you deal with people of all ages, mm -hmm. right? And one discovers at any given time that there's some creative seeds within themselves. Yeah. Would you walk us through what you've observed and how important it is for everybody to... Yeah, you know, it's funny, on the back that. of this sweater, and I, I, I wore it especially for you, actually. I love the sweater. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's de France. <laughs> Exactement. <laughs> um, and it says, art is truth. And I thought, what does that really mean to me? And yes. what I think for me, it's about what art reveals to people mm -hmm. in the experience of it. Yeah. I mean, there are artists that are trying to express something about themselves, express their truth. And then there's what we see most often, the discovery of something from within. And when people get into that creative space, it doesn't matter what medium it is. And you see them hit that moment where they relax and they really, there's something that happens for people. And I, I just think it reveals so much about oneself when you're in that process. That's right. So I, I mean, we see it all the time. And I, you know, like one of our, to me, one of my biggest victories is when I've seen a young child kind of grow up making art or in the process of creativity yes. and they get the tools. And then all of a sudden there's their confidence to just try something new has changed that's right and they wander over and think oh you know i've seen other children explain to other people oh this is how you use this and once people have this comfort doesn't matter what the product end is there's something really magical that happens for people and they mm -hmm. i see people really get lost and 
relieved and healed and find joy. That's right. You know, so it, it, I, I can't say enough all that we've seen over these years and what the communities come together to do yes. um, with art and just, you know, just the kind of pure joy. That. The joy, that fulfillment, and as well that healing mm -hmm. that people get through arts, right? As yeah. you said, you know, whether it's people with addiction, whether it's people with psychological disorder, whether it's people with all kinds of mental issues that we all could have, isn't art the best form Therapy, of yeah. treatment? Yeah, I mean, I we're actually going to be delving into that in a big way. In this coming year, we're part partnering, we hope, with Mentis in Napa which is a really an umbrella organization for many of the public health organizations yes. in the county. Um, and we've worked with St. Helena Hospital on a similar front, but what we've seen with the fires, yes. with some you know disasters over the course of the last decade, we've opened up our studios and just said, come in, we're gonna work on something together. And even through this pandemic, we, we never closed. And it was really about just coming together. And we've done some, we have a program called Hundreds of Hands. And it started out solely as a mosaic project that yes. we learned how to do with a community of people. You have no skill at it, doesn't matter. And we've created art installations in the valley from it. And people mm. sitting together, it's almost like the old style quilting or when, you know, people would cook together, you know, as, as one does now, and just people coming together, all ages, all walks of life, and from the nipping and the putting together of the mosaic, just chatting and visiting. That's right. And that commune, that community of coming together, we've found very powerful through the arts that we, and we, we open that up quite regularly. It's a big part what a of example. what we're doing now. And um, yeah, we, we've, we've partnered with some, we, years ago, we partnered with the Mariposa program, which yes. is a Latina program. It's a girls empowerment program in Napa. That's right. And they wanted to create an awareness. They actually called me up and said, we want to do something to create awareness for our program. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, what's your plan? They said, well, we, we're going to have a DJ and we're going to give out t-shirts and we're going to, I said, so who's going to come to that? And they said, well, you know, the families. I said, what? No, we got to get everybody else aware of this. <laughs> so we created this. We've got two mosaic panels in Napa. You should visit them. They're 16 feet by nine feet each. Yes. And we taught the girls mosaic. And then we sent our teams with them around the valley at different events and different groups and taught other people how to make butterflies, the mariposa. Mm -hmm. And there were about 400 butterflies, each one of those made from a different community member that didn't know anything about it. the mariposa program. So these girls ended up learning public speaking and sharing mm -hmm. what was important about their program through this art activity. And then we put it together as this beautiful mosaic and it's exists in Napa as a- Well, know, this is exceptional. So Nimbus Arts is a lot more than just learning about how to do something. We hope so. Very I mean, powerful. Well, you know, we, we just want our community to experience kind of the power of that kind of engagement. Yes. And we see it as really potent. And I, I'm going to go back now and give credit to all the other people that built this thing because, I mean, Dana Johnson, our board of directors, I mean, and all of the artists that have built this from the ground up really all contributed their heartthrob to 
you know, why, why art is important and why we're doing this. And what is the most fulfilling for you within the world of art? Hmm. It's a big question and I'm sure <laughs> all of you, dear friends, ought to answer that question. I got very fortunate to have fabulous grandparents and to tour museum very early on. Mm -hmm. My grandparents were school teachers and the great parents as well, who very much into arts. And the moment you get, you know, turned to it, you embrace it and love it. Yeah. And it does so much. But for you? Well, no, same thing. I mean, there were years ago, I mean, there were there were teachers and then friends, mothers who were artists and got me excited about it. I was always drawn to it. I did take a lot of art classes out of school and college, um, always drawn to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me now, what's most gratifying? I mean, I, I, I love being around it. I love being around artists. I used to sit on my doorstep and think, I just want creative people around me, you know, way before this was born. Yes. And I, it's, it's that energy, you know, it's what the fire that people have that they're, and, and just kind of like, how did they do that feeling? Like, wow, people can do that. But now, I, I mean, I, I like seeing the impact. I love seeing kids and adults walk in, some of the school kids we work with, the kids in juvenile hall, that really having one of those experiences changes the way they see themselves and That's what they're right. able to do. And I, you know, so, so for me now, it's really watching the impact mm. that I know exists, you know. Yeah. And, and what would you advise to all our friends with us today in terms of finding their creative self and how to do this? I, you know, kind of putting yourself out there, just letting it happen, letting yourself try that thing you think you can't do. I can't tell you with our mosaic projects in particular, how many people say, oh, I've never done it. I can't, you know. And it's sort of like, just sit down, hang out, just hang That's out right. with it, you know, and put, you know, I, I think it's, just be courageous and um, and, and dare to create. Yeah. And share time with people. You know, the more you're talking about this with people, you in yes. particular, I mean, it's it's really uh, it's so approachable. I think even when people think they're not an artist, um, creativity doesn't have to just mean you're an artist. Creativity is thinking outside the box. It's sitting down together at a meal and yes. what's in this wine and what's in this food. It's Creativity is all around you, so art's no different than well making said. that great meal, you know. Indeed. Yeah. So talking about creativity, we are in this magical site, dear friends, it's Farmstead in Napa Valley. Nimbus is literally across the way, which is so exciting. We are walking distance. Yep. And we are surrounded with this fabulous artistic creation from nature. Do you want to tell us yeah. about this collaboration you have yeah. with Farmstead? Yeah, well, I, we've been wanting to do this for years, and it was something I had seen at a farm uh, over in Petaluma. Um, and what we've done is created a floating pumpkin exhibit, which at night becomes very magical. Yes. So you don't see the pikes so much. Um, so we've given away 200 free pumpkins to the community, and Farmstead has sponsored that portion of it. Thank wow. you, Farmstead. And um, people carve their pumpkins. We've got solar lights in them. We put them at, on pikes all throughout this garden. And at night they're illuminated and it's this magical display. And it goes throughout their garden. It looks so people, gorgeous. It, it's wonderful. I mean, it's really, like I say, it's magical. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, and the, the communities come out, they love it. So we're, 
we're going to do it again. Yeah. So <laughs> it's exciting. It's an annual thing. Well, and it's great because it brings attention, artistic creation, community involvement, and as well, obviously, yeah. beautiful artistic expression. Yeah. I mean, look at that. This is very well, and cool. And hundreds of people sign up to come wander through it. So it's, it's, kind of, it's just, you know. And last year, during the pandemic, when we were in the heat of it, this was something we could do. That's and right. so it was especially fun. And, you know, Halloween was sort of lost for children yes. and adults. And, and so this kind of brought a little bit of that magic. And as we could see, dear friends, we're not saying the pandemic is over because we need to be cautious, but Napa Valley is packed. Friends are back. The fires are not here, so we're waiting for you. Yeah, we got through it. We're so grateful. No <laughs> well, fires. Well, let's have let's a toast to, to this one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and now we're going to try a red wine. Jamie, that um, I'm very excited for you to try because it's been a cuvee we called Inspiration. So we were very, very fortunate to be acquainted with an amazing center with um, uh, many people who are born maybe a little differently than most and have, however, amazing talented artistry within themselves. Mm -hmm. It's the CCW Center in Pennsylvania and we did a beautiful auction with them. And um, we, um, you know, very fortunately toured the center because I said to everyone, we don't want to do an auction just purely to do an auction. Right. We want to see, we want to feel, we want to understand. As we toured the center, dear friends, all our team was there. It was one of the most moving moments. We saw this young lady with a Down syndrome mm -hmm. who created this unbelievable art piece. And I said, this is crazy. This is so good. It belongs to be on the label. So we auctioned the piece for a fortune that night. And we had the idea to do those magnums. So Stephanie and Brian Maloney created this amazing, you know, red wine that we're going to try. Okay. And we auctioned, I believe it was 300 magnums that evening, raised over $250,000. Fabulous. Out of an idea in a Pennsylvania second, not a New York minute, <laughs> and we created this wine. So tell me again what's in this. Well, this is a blend. You know, it's funny, I'm telling a talented winemaker what's okay. inside, what she's going to guess. Start using the, stop using ah! the T word. I know you're talented Past in anything you do. P word. Thank you. You know, so what do you think is in there? Let's put her on the spot. I knew you were going to do this. Yes. She's always right in here. And she's wrong. <laughs> she's never right. Never wrong to be right. Mm. Um, yeah, you want to put me on the spot here. Toujours. <laughs> Vous mettre dans l'évidence. Hey, isn't it great, by the way? It is. Shall I read the back label for you? Well, <laughs> it's not written. It's a red blend. So Cabernet blend. Sauvignon, mm -hmm. Cabernet Franc, Lille Zinfandel. And you know which is interesting is uh, we have a little bit of uh, Petit Verdot as well. And Petit Syrah. So it's kind of the alchemy of the great yeah. grapes of Napa and Sonoma. And the idea was to present to all the people who, you know, kindly donated, donated. to buy That's this. That's great. Just something amazing in their cellar. And what year is this? 2018. So great, great year. It just happened. 
And, uh, you know, tell us about what you're doing, too, with the Napa Valley College. Well, that, that's where the Dia de los Muertos event is happening this weekend. That's on right. On Sunday. That's right. So they are generous enough to donate that facility to us, mm -hmm. that beautiful courtyard yep. they have. So that's where we host the Dia de los Muertos event with the family centers. Very cool. Um, but what you haven't asked me about. Aha. Uh -huh. Which and I was about to. Really? <laughs> curious why you've never attended Nimbash. I'm coming. Nimbash, you need to. So when next is it year. happening? Well, next, we just had it on September 11th. Ooh. Yeah. And it was our 11th annual. I'm like, hope I'm right. <laughs> Great. Um, and it's our kind of most important fundraiser. For sure. It raises 50% of our annual income. But more important than that... It really is very different from any auction that exists here in the Valley. So it's an interactive art activity, yes. art fashion show, Ooh. set design, demonstration art. It's really very special. What it's right a, up your alley. Oh, so I'm a little shocked sure. you haven't been. Absolutely. And I will be delighted. <laughs> September 11, 20. Well, that was September 11th this year because yeah. we missed two cycles of sure. it. Sure. So this coming year, it's on May 28th. Well, I'd love to attend. If I'm invited, I will be there. <laughs> you all know that. Yeah, so it's, it's a really unique thing. And it, it, um, we did very well this year. It was our best year ever. Yes. Um, and, it, and we're especially proud that almost 50% of what we take in is delivered right back out to artists in the way of commissions, paying them for their installations and their artwork. Love so it's it. a really, in, in, in addition to supporting the Arts Center, it's also going right back out to the artists that live here. For sure. She's so, as well very important. Yeah. So talking about art, uh, what are you teaching and what activities can we learn at Nimbus? We, it's, and at any age, dear friends, at it's any never age, too late. My grandmother, yeah. you know, was great at knitting. She was great at sculpting. And then she said, I want to be great at painting. She was 85 or 86 and she took painting to a level when you see her art pieces, you would say, wow, it's impressive. So there's never, yeah. it's never I, too I've late. I've lots of artists in my lifetime that began in their late 50s and 60s to discover their art and, you know, did great, have done great things still. So we, we teach all medium and we've taught metal arts, ceramics, sculpture, painting, drawing, uh, we've got a glass fusing program. We teach mosaic. Yes. Um, so and dip, and we ceramic, of course, right? Instructor. Perfume. We, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Oh, I'm, we're making our fragrance, you know. Okay. Well, you should meet her. She's really wonderful. She has Great. her own um, business as well. But she, and so it's sort of as as soon as anybody walks through my door that has some skill they love to teach, that's where we'll go. So we we really welcome. We've had beekeepers teaching classes. Rob I Keller see. used to teach classes with us. So we kind of run with whomever gets to, you know, ends up with us. That's right. Um, we try to try new medium for our community to see what digital sticks for arts them. as well. No, we aren't into digital arts. No, we don't have a computer team to to do, to that. do that. I mean, we've done things like comic booking, sure. we've done bookmaking. Um, we've got you know, these soul collage groups that are working every other weekend with us. So it's really a, a full gamut of offerings. And we're, you know, creeping back to what we've been after the pandemic and, and getting our artists running back into the studios now. So 
So what gets you the most excited about what you do? I love I I love the team work. Yes. Um, I love the inventing of ideas with a group of creatives, um, finding creative people to be involved with us, um, working on big project ideas that we've done in the community at large. Um, those those things really meeting new people and bringing yes. ideas and activities in um, to create for the community that I that juices me up and as a different question what inspires you Jamie because you keep doing new things you keep having new ideas I know you said you have a great board but not necessarily even in your business as far as Nimbus mm -hmm. but in general what makes you going besides what you just besides explained. besides outside of Nimbus yes outside of Nimbus um, relationships you know, honing in on deep friendships, sharing t good time with family, finding beautiful places to share together. Um, You're really a people person, obviously. Well, I love people. <laughs> Who wouldn't love her with that gorgeous smile, dear friends? So what's well, your dream now? Ooh. Gosh, people have asked me that recently. Besides uh, being with a Frenchman on a great afternoon like this, having a glass <laughs> Drinking of wine. Drinking bubbles under the redwoods. That's it. I was just That's hoping it. she would John say Charles that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dreaming, dear friends, of this moment. It came. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, You know, I feel like I'm kind of just coming out of a weird blur of a moment. Yes. Um, things have changed so much, and we've had to pivot so many times mm -hmm. that it kind of it kind of keeps you too grounded like right now I had a great mentor when I was actually working at Fetzer Dan Desmond he he was a UC Davis guy and he used to say you know it's really important for you to wander yes meaning just go out and see things that's it and I that's what I think I need next to feel like I can invent the next big dream yes um even small dream just for myself for the organization mm -hmm. I think and is there one is dream really in that wandering is there's one dream you want to share that you have oh gosh you are doing this aren't you okay let's see well I'm gonna throw one we'll throw, for throw you in the in the world of arts personally okay. that we keep uh, inspiring all of us to understand all the different steps of art making someone who knows how to stretch a canvas someone mm -hmm. who knows how to do a beautiful frame someone who knows how to continue to sculpt with great clays and and you know, that we don't lose, if you wish, to the benefit of digital arts only. Mm -hmm. A new medium, the wonderful, you know, craftsmanship that there is in traditional arts. Yeah. And a place where we can easily go, like Nimbus, uh, that's where you should go, to, um, to really be inspired with that. Yeah. And uh, I'm a big fan when I go to the Beaux-Arts in Paris, as you know very well, I'm sure, um, you know, on the Seine River. And I walk around, I have access to them, and I see, you know, marqueterie makers on a furniture piece to, uh, 
how you really carve out of uh, phenomenal marbles and what kind of marbles. Well, that's what you should create here in Napa Valley. That's right. And that's my dream. So maybe there's a collaboration there. Oh, absolutely. And I'm always up for big brainstorming sessions. Well, that's my dream because I need to tell you the Medici really encouraged that in the Italian Renaissance era, right? Mm -hmm. Francois I as the French king was very clever to entice the Leonardo da Vinci to all the great artists of that time to really convert France into becoming what Italy was already. You know, the French without the Italians on that era would not be who they are today. I mean, Lyon as a city, yeah. is a Renaissance city. So when you look at um, the Medici and you look at in those fabulous cellars of Venice and other towns, uh, all those artists teaching younger artists about how to do those things is my dream. I love making wine, but why do I do jewelry? Why do I do fragrance? Why do I yeah. do all what is around sensories? Because I'm extremely attracted to it. Yeah. And you would tell me where do you want to be tonight is among all of them like you. And traditional art as well. I'm tempted to new forms, but I love as well. And I feel, Jamie, that there's a big side of me that is missed in education about how to do all those things. So I kind of want to create it today. Yeah, like a salon where you've mm -hmm. got artists that are visiting that can come and yeah. share, demonstrate, An artistic lecture. salon. Here's the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's... Would it be fun to do? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and that place, I was... Jamie and I were having a brief discussion before we, we started this wonderful conversation. And this is kind of my dream, not to interrupt on yours or to compliment maybe yours, is to say like we have it here at Farmstead for pumpkin and food and gardens. We've done that at Raymond with the Theater of Nature. We, I would dream to walk around and look at all those skills and really be able to partner with them, team up with them, create arts with them and see their arts creation. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's all It's a possible. village, an artistic village. Yeah. Right? You know, it's... Um, have you been to La Gueule in the, France, where they make the knives and you see yeah. all the artists making each of the handle of the knives, whether it's out of a horn, whether it's out of paint, whether it's out of carving, whether it's out of ivory or whatever it is? It's very interesting. Oh. So you see a coutelier, basically someone making a knife. Right. And then from the knife, engaging all kind of artistic skills to, to shape an idea of a knife. Well, you need to be the patron of that yeah. concept. I'm. We have a bladesmithing class, by the way. Love it. Yeah, it's yeah. super popular. You could forge your own blade at Nimbus Arts. Just saying. We're gonna forge our blades. <laughs> so, Jamie, I don't want to hold you. I know you have a lot of things going. It's a big, big day. Um, if you would not have done what you've done and it's still time to do something you haven't done yet, what would that be? Hmm. I, I think taking a different step, it would still be within the arts actually at this point. Yes. I, I can't imagine leaving it now. I, I, 
I mean, I was able to leave winemaking, which I still, you know, are slightly heartbroken every time harvest yes. rolls around. It, it will have to be something in the arts. I mean, creating a place where you're able to bring artisan to create an experience. I, I love what that does for people. The mm. Nimbash thing, people yearn for it. So, you know, artists creating an experience for people, I think is very, very powerful. So something in that realm, if it wasn't this, I, I could see that. Um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. You see, maybe <laughs> our common dreams are getting together right now. Maybe you are witnessing it's something. It's the elixir you brought. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie in the making. So Jamie, as we toast, are you enjoying this wine, mm -hmm. by the way? It's lovely. Yeah. And it's super easy in this environment. Yeah. It goes well with the redwoods. Very much so. <laughs> so, Jamie, now this is your big statement to the world. Coming from Jamie Graff, Napa <laughs> Valley, when the hearts of Nimbus Arts that she leads uh, magnificently, I must tell you, it's very impressive. And you heard more today of all the things she's doing and how great of a lady she is. So it makes me energized. As you can see, I'm vibrating inside. <laughs> To want to do more around the arts so maybe we'll have a platform of ideas that we can work on absolutely but maybe a big statement to the world now from napa valley napa valley born third generation californian winemaker and now artist and obviously leading a phenomenal art center here in napa valley so big statement to the world well one number one statement about Nimbus Arts is this has been a, a, a team. It's been the most creative group of people and founders that I've ever met in my lifetime. But it's all in conversation. Everything good happens when you continue to have the conversation. And I really believe that. I tell my kids that all the time, that if you fall in love with something, if there's something you need to do and want to do, continue talking about it with people. Continue talking about it. I love it. <laughs> conversation through arts, conversation through dialogues, and through wines. Through wine, yeah. Dear thank friends, you. Thank, thank you. you. And Jamie, congratulations for all what you do. It's very energizing. I'm, I've been waiting for this moment for a while. And I'm so excited that we could do it and we could share with you someone who'd had multiple lives, from a mother to a great leader, to an artist, to a winemaker, to doing all the things that uh, Jamie does as well for the community. Uh, this is really women's leadership. The 21st century, to the 21st it's all about century. women. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs>